Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Danny. This is episode 240 for April 7th, 2020. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. I'm Danny. Hey. Social distancing still for 240 straight episodes. <laughs> 24 straight years. <laughs> uh. We're on Jitsi, though. Jitsi, yeah. I- I've fallen in love. I began a love affair with Jitsi and social distancing has been a lot easier knowing that yeah. my, my love is with me. We found a new time. conferencing software. Love it. I'm glad you like it. Dude, Zoom can go straight to hell right? as far as I'm concerned. Right? Zoom can suck my penis. <laughs> Jitsi's where it's at, man. I know. A free like, piece of software that requires no login. If we sound like shills. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually think like the audio quality here is like really good and the video quality doesn't lag and No. I think I think it might be time to take Skype behind the barn and shoot it. I think it might be. It's been a good run though. Oh my god, it's been a good run. When did you start using Skype, Rob? Oh, I started using Skype probably shortly after it was released per- for personal reasons. When was Skype where it released? Oh, like, at least 2003. 1996, maybe? I think. Uh, I want to say 2004, but it says <laughs> August of 2003. There you go. And I think ah. Trevor and I started using it in 2004. I didn't think they had cameras back in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. It was black and white. We had to like chisel our pictures and you had to crank it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> See, you know that's crazy that Skype is that old, honestly, because I still remember using AIM. Oh yeah, AOL Instant Messenger. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Skype was really never that popular. Uh and and I honestly I had used it a little bit personally. Uh but yeah, I, I mean, okay, so I probably started using Skype uh when I started talking to Puddin when she was doing all the amazing race uh spoilers for the message boards. Mm-hmm. And her and I would talk every night. Every night. And so it was a video conferencing app? from day it was, one it was it was it was audio it was always okay. audio and that's why trevor and i never had a video feed with each other it was always audio and even when they introduced the video part we just kept it at audio when did it introduce video you know i don't know when it did it it had to be a few years later but i don't remember for sure yeah, that's pretty nuts. 2003. Yeah. I, I, I definitely did use AIM as well. And what was I, eight in 2003? <laughs> right. Yeah. Man, by the way, a terrible acronym. Yeah. A- AOL. A is short for AOL. Yep. And the IM is Instant Messenger. Yep. You're cutting out a few letters there, I think. <laughs> it's very regional because when I was in high school and, and that was, you know... 2001 when i exited high school it was msn messenger oh yeah we used msn messenger a lot yeah msn.com used to be huge yeah everybody had an email address and msn yeah a hotmail everybody had a hotmail hotmail baby (laughs) oh i had a hotmail oh yeah (laughs) i still get hotmail every once in a while (laughs) straight to my inbox (laughs) ladies if you want to send me some hotmail (laughs) 
slide to those DMs. Uh, it's gonna send you viruses. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's gonna, gonna destroy your computer. And and um, boy, I mean, so Hotmail gave you what five megabytes of storage? Oh, that's <laughs> a lot. God. Maybe ten megabytes of storage. And then when Gmail came out, uh. And that was probably 2004. Gmail came out. It was a gig. You got a whole gig of storage. Yeah, you probably couldn't get our podcast in your inbox back then. No, probably not. You wouldn't even be able to listen to it. It's Gmail crazy. started, yeah, April 1st of 2004. And I remember this because everybody thought it was a, a April Fool's joke from Google. Like, no company in their right mind is going to give you a gig of storage in email. Oh, no, that's crazy. It's an April Fool's joke. And it wasn't an April Fool's joke. <laughs> oh, that's insane. The best email client. Uh, yeah. It just blew everybody out of the water. Because, yeah, you got like five or ten megabytes of storage. And so that's now the standard. Like, nothing has surpassed Gmail no. since then, right? No. And that was two- yeah, 2004, right. 16 years ago. Well, and they've kind of just continued doing that i mean even with google drive and everything they're oh just yeah constantly they just like they just throw storage at you yep. youtube i mean literally no limit no upload as much fucking video as you want <laughs> i we have unlimited drive uh google drive storage where i work unlimited really there's no limit on it see i if you buy a um a google device like a a, a phone like well, not the phone. What's the those little the Chromebooks, right? Oh yeah, yeah. If you yeah. buy if you buy Google a Chromebook, Glass. Talking about Google Glass. <laughs> if you buy a Chromebook, because specifically Chromebooks, because they don't have any storage like on the device, because yeah. it's literally made to be like the cheapest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, they give you a hundred gigabytes of free Google Drive storage yeah. because the you know there's no a Chromebook doesn't come with Microsoft Word or Excel. No, you just use Drive yeah. on the Chromebook. Yeah. Remember when YouTube videos could only be ten minutes? I don't. Re- I never knew there was a limit on them. Yes, actually. Yeah, yeah. And they would yeah. have to like break up long videos into six parts. Mm-hmm. Oh, so- is that why? I'll- I've run into that sometimes. I didn't right. know there was a limit on YouTube videos. Because YouTube used to be very lax with like the copyright law before <laughs> streaming was a thing. You know, before like <laughs> Friends episodes were on Netflix. Yeah. You would be able to find like every Friends episode on YouTube, but it would be broken up into Friends season three, episode four, part one. And you'd have yeah. to watch like four different videos in order to complete the episode. That's so funny. like occasionally you'll find like an old sitcom episode that's broken up that way. That's hilarious. Um, and oh, it's crazy because the most popular YouTube videos now are like between 20 and 40 minutes. Right. Yeah. I mean, it used to be the Wild West back then, though, too. Oh, it was like it no was advertising. The fucking Wild West. Kazaa. We were Nico and I was talking about Kazaa the other day. He didn't even know what it was. Yeah, I never even heard of it. I have it. no idea what that is. So Kazaa is what was the file sharing app that came after they shut down Napster. Napster oh. Napster was where you could share MP3 files right from your computer. It was peer to peer. So Kazaa was the program that came after Napster that was peer to peer, but it wasn't just limited to MP3 files. It was any file that you wanted. Oh god. So I mean it was just virus city for your computer. I was going to say you just yeah, just share. I think it was like the the LimeWire of that generation. Yeah. LimeWire yeah. was our thing. Once we yeah. were like hitting ninth grade and we, you know, I think LimeWire is when they got sneaky with it, where you download an MP3, but they also give you 10 Trojans. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you just don't see it. Yeah. You know? exactly. With Kazaa, it was like, see Anna Kornikova nude. Dot. <laughs> <And you just laughs> download dot. 
<laughs> dot virus. Dot, yeah, dot virus. That's a great 2003 celebrity, by the way. It's a great poll. That is, that is the type of example you can only get from experience. Rob has Duh. definitely punched that into friggin', you know, the Kaza like about 10 times at, at age 13. <laughs> That's funny. Stuff. So Skype was actually built on top of the Kaza network. Skype uh-huh. was originally peer to peer. Like you had Skype on your computer and, you know, you had Skype on yours and the two computers were directly connected for an audio call. It was mm-hmm. a peer to peer system. And then eBay ended up fucking buying Skype. What the fuck they were going to do with it, I have no idea. <laughs> well, that's I, when everyone thought eBay was the future, too. Well, that's true. Well, I, And when you look at Amazon today and you think about what eBay could have been. Yeah. They were, they were positioned for it. Yep. Did you have you know? any idea that Amazon owns eBay? Now? Yeah. What? No. I just learned that like a month ago. No. Do they really? They seriously? And no one's talking about this. But eBay well, is still what's operational. There to talk about? No, but it, it, it feels like it never comes up that like the former biggest online retailer is now owned by the current biggest online retailer and they just have a total monopoly on everything. Apparently eBay still like does well, like people are still on there. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah it, eBay. Yeah. eBay's still huge, but I don't see anything that says Amazon owns eBay. It's the same parent company. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I believe you. Maybe I'm totally I, I think about how. I think you're making it up. <laughs> I think it's the. I think they're at least Amazon doesn't have a parent company. Amazon is just fucking Amazon. It's Jeff Bezos. Who the fuck told me Amazon owns eBay? And they were lying. <laughs> yeah, they definitely didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I would have bought it. I would not have questioned it. I, like, yeah, I just okay. totally made that. That is total fake news. I just it is. What idiot at a barbershop told me that Amazon bought eBay? Oh and my now God. I have Doesn't your uncle like own a barbershop? Yeah, probably. But one of those is somebody. <laughs> I just think of that SNL sketch where it's like, you know, the, uh, the guy's uncle. Hey, you hear about this? Yeah. Hey, you hear about this? Yeah, that's, that's what I heard. So then Skype gets sold off from eBay to... <laughs> to microsoft and that's who owns it now and now it's not even peer-to-peer anymore and so now we've moved to jitsi <laughs> <laughs> the circle of life yep. yeah that's it that was a roundabout way to just tell people something that they don't even give a shit about no, i know <laughs> that was a really long conversation to say <laughs> hey we're you're we're still recording audio just somewhere else yeah. no but ebay was like the place to go before amazon Amazon was always there, but for some reason, in the last what ten years, Amazon's really taken off. Yeah, because Bezos compa- just kept funneling money back into it's it. It's a company to watch, folks. Yeah, I think I think you know you're, you're <laughs> might be onto something there. Jim Cramer over here giving giving you the hot tips on Wall Street. Damn right. <laughs> Keep an eye on this young Jeffrey Bezos character. <laughs> He's shooting for the moon. <laughs> Literally. Um how y'all doing? Quarantine good? Mm, I'm still working, so is quarantine ever good? <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that word in a good context. I mean it can be if you do it right. <laughs> I'm not doing it right, but I'm sure someone out there is doing it right. I would hope so. Michaela and I were running low on food, so we decided to order like a uh <laughs> 
a large size family meal feeds five <laughs> just like a big like fucking sheet thing of pasta nice. and like 40 slices of garlic bread and a salad tub mm. this big and That's it's just in our fridge nice just gonna eat it for the next four days this is the time where, like, I wish I lived in a city with, like, Grubhub or something where I could just get delivery all the now time. Now is definitely not the time you wish you lived in a city. <laughs> it is the complete opposite, Robert. I, I Okay, I want a city with Grubhub then, because I want delivery. Okay. You can't I can get, get delivery anywhere? You can't do delivery? No, I, I don't have anything in my town that does delivery. I live in a town of 400 people. Well, but then you could probably just call your neighbor and they'll bring something over. Well, yeah, they would. That's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> just tip them. Yeah. And then it's basically Uber Eats. I mean, you don't see the difference. Yeah. But I would like some KFC delivered to my home. That's you what I want. I, the kernel. I want I the see. kernel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm needing some KFC. In Nebraska, he's actually considered like a member of the military. <laughs> like they actually salute him as a colonel. <laughs> just uh, the local militia. Yeah. Yeah. It's, exactly right uh yeah no now is not the time to be in a city rob let me assure yeah, that's you. probably true it's definitely not you make the time. a good point um, i mean it's starting to turn around right no no it's not <laughs> it's not starting to turn around it's according really bad out of, there according to all of the reports it is oh, well the- new york had the highest number single day number of deaths yesterday yes but it also has had um the the number of infections has peaked it has the well, rate of new people being infected the reason the death has uh keeps reaching new highs is because you know um we're we're just starting to peak now but right. in 2 weeks that number is going to go down too cuz it takes like 2 weeks yeah. for you to get sick and then die i yeah. mean theoretically the number of infections has peaked we don't know how it's going to behave after this right like we you know, believe so, we're at so, the top of the curve the number of hospitalizations has peaked theoretically well not theoretically well, yeah, theoretically. Well, couldn't i mean italy we thought that they had peaked like two weeks ago and they hadn't right you, you just never know when there's going to be another surge yeah, i mean there could just, be another outbreak in a different area but yeah. probably not in the city the city's pretty damn contained i think yeah I, I guess but i mean also we're assuming that everybody keeps social distancing the way that they were uh I think saying theoretically is still accurate in saying it because we don't know. I mean, we have no idea. Yes, they've peaked for now. But what happens in a week when for some reason, for some unexplained reason, there's a surge again? Right. What happens in the fall if that happens? Well, what if the summer kills this thing and then there's another wave in the fall, which is what a lot of doctors are speculating. Yeah. Here's the point. No one knows shit about anything. (laughs) It took me this long to realize this. Every day there's new information about this thing. Yeah. First, we thought that it was just um, person to person. You couldn't get it airborne. Now people are saying wear masks to the grocery store because it is airborne. You can just talk to someone. It can be transferred that way, even if you're six feet apart from them. Someone can cough in the air and it could linger there for 15 minutes. So like every day there's this new information. We don't know what treatment works or treatment doesn't work. We don't know if social distancing is actually working or not. Well, I just learned that uh, losing the sense of taste and smell is a, a major. Uh, yes, I didn't know that it was a major symptom, and it is possible. I don't know this for the fact, but it is possible that my aunt has it because she is experiencing those symptoms. Oh my god! Yes. So it's here, baby, <laughs> and we don't know anything about it. Yeah, 
we don't we really don't know anything about it and that's what's like so frustrating about this it's like there's no timeline we don't know if we'll be able to go back to work by may or june or july or whatever i hope not (laughs) (laughs) i'm optimistic as usual as always old nikki brights Uh, guys (laughs) that's right i think we'll be fine i think we're on the uh downturn this thing's gonna resurge every year though like it's not it's never gonna go away fully no i don't think so we get a vaccine Uh, right yeah even when we do yeah uh luckily from what i've read i think coronaviruses mutate slower than like the Mm -hmm. flu does yes yes so that's a good thing yes it is but yeah i mean it's never gonna go away fully i think well I, i think we'll be back to work pretty soon though i think by june that's my that's my yeah i hope not either because i want to get away with doing what i've been doing for two years and not have to worry about it <laughs> you apply for that you, are you applying for unemployment uh i i don't think I, I qualify nor am i really in need so i probably you know shouldn't take away from all those that are actually out of work <laughs> i mean everyone's doing it yeah i know i know i know it's but you know this is just another day in the life of nico professional podcaster <laughs> you know <what> i mean <laughs> Um, uh, are, have you gotten cabin fever with your with your people yet? I mean, Rob is living alone, so he's he's fine. I'm fine. Uh, Nick, you and Michaela <laughs> doing all right? Great, man. Yeah, I'm about to murder my family, so just letting you know that right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I just w- spoke to you about this the other day. I might want to send the authorities. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> it took three weeks, and it's it's happening now. I, I'm I'm like plotting ways to kill them. <laughs> and daydreaming all day <laughs> not good man i would recommend uh yeah some family advice don't be around them living you need alone. to get a switch that's what you need to get a switch oh my god you know this might be the breaking point you need a gaming console he needs like to get a PS4 job time. nick he needs a job <laughs> he doesn't need no, a nintendo no, no. he doesn't need a nintendo he needs a job <laughs> It, it, it may be ps4 time oh that's outdated ps5 baby when is ps5 coming out i don't know when that comes out actually <laughs> i don't think it's announced i don't think it's outdated at oh all. really <laughs> i thought they were like close to coming out uh i mean they're talking about it but e3 was canceled so any releases are getting pushed back i'm yeah, sure that's true yeah that's true yeah 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 dude i you i know? am reserved to the fact that i'm just not gonna have sports for a year and that is insane but I, I don't think we're getting the NBA and I don't think the NFL is coming back forever. That would be all right with me. Not for the year, Robert, no. for the year. <laughs> Stop raining on my parade. I could give no shits, man. It, yeah. The no sports on TV has not affected me at all. I just not one bit. Yeah, I did I'm miss March here. Madness a, a, a wee bit. You missed it, March Madness. Yeah. I mean, March Madness is just sort of like, it's like a marker. It's like spring is coming. Yeah, it's like seeing like tulips bloom or something. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, college basketball. I care about it for a month. Yeah, but I just yeah, I didn't even I, a wee bit. I'm like, oh, it would be fun to be watching a game, but then I'm like, oh, it's nice to be off work at eleven o'clock in the morning <laughs> 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 and still get a full paycheck. <laughs> Take the pros with the cons. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, I only have to work three hours today. Ah, it's fine. Are you guys uh are you guys gaining weight? You losing weight? You've been working out? Any of that happening? Um, 
not sure. I don't oh, I'm I'm fucking gaining weight. I don't keep track gaining. Of my- I'm losing. How do you figure that? How's that possible? I don't know. No McDonald's, man. Oh no, that's not the case. <laughs> Are you getting McDonald's still? <laughs> of course. I mean, come on, Shit. man. Yeah, social. I don't social distance from fries, man. I social distance from people. I went. <laughs> I had to go get gas, so I'm like, oh, I could make the trip to the big city, <laughs> the 30 mile drive. So I went and got gas at McDonald's last week. That's my. How cheap. much was gas there? Uh it was under two dollars. I saw a dollar sixty three. Wow. Day. I paid a dollar twenty nine. Wow. Ah! Obscene. A dollar twenty nine for gallon, man. Crazy, dude. I'm about to start hoarding on gasoline like a like a <laughs> doomsday prepper. Buy some uh, oil stocks, man. I'm about to have. Nah, I, I want to buy the actual thing. I'm just gonna have <laughs> silos of gasoline in the backyard. You get. You got to buy now. Got to do <laughs> it. Um, is this like I? I want to talk about uh, Zoom. Because I want to talk more about the Zoom bombing here in a little bit, so don't let me forget that. Okay. But is this going to prove to anybody that we can work from home and protect the environment? Why are we killing the environment by driving to work every day when it's not necessary? Wow, look at you, Al Gore. Well, I'm just <laughs> wondering. Like, Look at you, Greta. I really Thunberg. feel like you're... you're advocating for a cause that you don't believe in to argue for a cause that you do believe in. That's, I'm getting the impression here. What? You've never struck me as a, you know, a, a green boy. Think not- about the penguins, Rob says, <laughs> yeah. as he's in his pajamas, three bags of chips deep, Skyping into conference calls. Yeah, all right. Yeah. How about the polar bears? Um, yeah. Here's here's what I, I've actually seen, which I don't think is particularly good, is that uh, like drug use is on the rise, suicide yeah. is on the rise, domestic violence is on the rise, uh, and like I think people just can't stay at home for too long. I think staying at home is like bad for people. So as good as it may be for the environment, like this lack of social interaction is, I think, going to have some like serious long term effects. I I think that the Things I've seen that work the... Okay, so what companies should take away from this is that people can work from home and they should be more flexible in how they let their employees work. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, generally speaking, companies who have allowed that allowed people to work from home or have more flexible schedules, their employees tend to be more productive. I don't know if that's always true for every company all the time. Probably not. But... Um, you know, you've heard of these like three day work weeks or four day work weeks where people only come in a few days a week and they work and then the other rest of the time they work from home. As long as they get their shit done, it's fine. Uh, there was a company, I forget which one it was, but I think it was a Silicon Valley company that a few years ago offered unlimited sick days to employees. So you literally can take as many days as you feel like you need off and no questions asked. Um and unlimited vacation time too, along with sick days, and the amount of hours on average that an employee worked a year shot up, did not go down. When yeah. you gave people the freedom to make their own schedule, they actually chose to work more 
not mm. less. Whereas if you required that someone take 10 days off, for example, they feel obligated to take those 10 days off. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they feel cheated if yes. they don't use their sick days. Yeah. Whereas the other way around, if you give them unlimited days, they actually feel like they're cheating the employer. Yeah. They feel like I don't want to abuse this privilege. And uh, so they actually, they, they feel a little more pressure to work, not take the time off. I would, so, still, yeah. I would still put in for 365 days of vacation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you would. <laughs> they would fire you, though. <laughs> But no, there are some companies that have actually proved that when you give employees more control, yeah, that they that they are more productive, not less. Well, and that's also a thing. It's like feeling like you're in control of yourself, you know, just feeling like you have control over your life is yeah. a big deal. Yeah, that's a, a big thing. deal to people. Yeah, not that you're not. trapped in your home with your family, you know, enduring Stockholm syndrome, watching uh, Tiger King for the fifth time, unable to leave. Yeah. <laughs> God damn Carol Baskins. <laughs> Did you guys see that picture? Maybe I shared it with you. I don't remember. Of the, the uh, a guy left a sign out for his Amazon delivery guys. Yes, I did see that picture. Did Carol Baskin kill her husband? And then he wrote no on the left and yes on the right. And all the delivery people were leaving the packages on the right. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. That's good stuff. Even God Donald damn. Trump Jr. uh was on uh, Jim and Sam yesterday morning and said, eh, she probably killed her husband. He's still on Jim and Sam? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was still doing Jim and Sam. Oh my God, man. And and jokingly said that he's going to talk to his dad about getting him a pardon, Joe Exotic a pardon. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, yeah. Wow, big news. Poor Joe Exotic. <laughs> um, so t- I want to talk a little bit about Zoom and the Zoom bombing. So I mean, what exactly is happening here? So apparently, I I don't think that this is a security issue with Zoom, and maybe Nick knows more about it than I do. It's just people posting links to their Zoom meetings without a password protected on it, and people are popping in and then sharing their screen at, with hardcore pornography playing. Wait, people are just jumping in with pornos to people's yeah. meetings? Yeah. So people are jumping into literally either work meetings or like children doing like online school. Yeah. Oh no. That's and they're just good. dropping like porn yeah. or other obscenity. How are they finding these meetings? Well, honestly, they could just be searching random URLs too. Well, they could be, but at the same time, I think a lot of it is these people are setting up Zoom meetings and then just posting the links on public websites. Oh. Yeah, but who is who like knows? perusing public websites for links to people who want to th- show porn to school but kids you know what, or- Rob, i do think it's more than that uh yeah. i don't i don't know i haven't read too deep into it i really haven't I, either that's why i kind of want to discuss it with you guys because i didn't know if you knew more about i it do know I it's reached the level where congress is actually sort of like probing this and like looking into the security and privacy concerns surrounding zoom fbi so- threatens zoom bombing participants with jail time but yeah but it's not just like it's not just the zoom bombing it's actually zoom itself is being looked at more yeah and i don't think they would be looking at them disintently if it was just that no i think i think zoom has dropped the ball uh they had the golden opportunity to be the gold standard basically of of conferencing and i I, yeah, they've made some poor deci- security decisions along the way. Because one of the first things that popped up is they were sharing uh, meeting information with Facebook. They were selling meeting information to Facebook. Yeah, and and apparently in their uh, agreement terms and everything, they have access to a lot of your data, right. even on your computer. So they 
they claim that it's end-to-end encrypted meetings, but it's only encrypted from participant to Zoom servers, from Zoom servers to the other participant. So they they basically have clear access to all the meetings. It's not true end-to-end encryption. Well, no, it's end-to-end, but it's just not in the middle. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're encrypted on both ends. We just decrypt it right in the middle. Sell it to everybody. You know? Yeah. When did these guys become the gold standard for meetings is what I want to know. Because I'm sure I had never heard of Zoom before this started. Uh, Zoom. So I've used Zoom five years ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, because I I knew, of course, Google Hangout was a big thing. Go to meeting used to be a really big thing. Yeah. Um, Obviously, video conferencing was is nothing new. But yeah. So. So for us, for us, like here in Nebraska, for example, uh, a lot of school well all the schools that i know of have uh rooms dedicated to video conferencing and it's hardware it's it's hardware video conferencing cameras microphones and everything for distance learning classes what zoom was able to do is be able to connect into all of those classrooms as well so that's where kind of zoom got their foot in the door for us here in nebraska anyway was they were able to connect to all these distance learning rooms across the state so that's that's why we started using Zoom a lot in Nebraska years ago. Hmm. Yeah, I really had never heard of them. That's that's yeah. I, I don't know why like everybody has been jumping on Zoom and not just doing group FaceTimes. What is it about Zoom? Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. Zoom has uh I do know that it has it's that because you can like, change your background and like <laughs> well no but it has it has do that, a video call it, from the Taj Mahal like that's the perk <laughs> it has that Brady Bunch uh, screen share oh sure where you can see everybody at the same time yeah. and it can handle a lot of people at the same time yeah yeah okay, than, like, why why has the Brady Bunch cast not been reunited to do a Brady Bunch theme <laughs> on Zoom that's a great question though aren't that'd most, be a great Zoom commercial aren't they dead. <laughs> How many of the Brady Bunch are dead? Nah, a couple of them. But wouldn't that be a great Zoom commercial? Florence, what's her face, is dead, but I think most of the kids are alive. Who cares if they're dead? Just, we got technology. Yeah. (laughs) Deep fakes, man. Dude, Carrie Fisher's dead, but she's still around. Oh, I was governor. I've seen things. (laughs) (laughs) I know all the secrets. Oh man! Yeah, we we gotta do a Brady Bunch theme on Zoom. I'm convinced. Yeah. Let's do. That'd it. be a fantastic commercial, dude. It they could have made bank. Would have been the simplicity of like those Apple commercials. Mm. And now Jitsi's gonna come in and take over the world. Jitsi's gonna man. It's gonna take the world by storm. I'm all in on Jitsi, dude. I'm in love. I'm telling you now, buy stock, Jitsi. I think they're privately owned. <laughs> no, buy their stocks. <laughs> I got a hundred shares in Jitsi. And please do not bomb our uh, our Jitsi meeting when we're recording this podcast. Yes. As easy as this chat room please is do able not. to find. <laughs> please do not just bombard us with porn. Yeah, it, it, we probably should put a password on this. But. I mean, yeah, it would be no I different mean, than our intro now. Really. Yeah, true. If you just started hearing porn in the background, it'd be <laughs> just like the two cents intro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um,. I do want to finish off our theme song bracket. Today. Yeah, we have to do that today. The first round oh, at some shit. point. Maybe not the whole thing, but at least the first round. Uh, I do want to catch up on some TV, though, real quick. Oh, yes. We do have a little TV talk to talk about. Because we need to we? talk TV. And Nick has watched neither of these shows, but either way, we're forging ahead. Which two uh, are we talking about? Well, we got to talk a little Survivor because we haven't given an update in like oh, a month. Oh, yeah. I've forgotten uh, what's happened. <laughs> 
Are you enjoying Survivor I, this year, Rob? You know, I am. I am. But it seems really forgettable. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I, I do think like this season is um, is suffering uh, some of the fates that a lot of the all-star seasons have suffered, which is all the interesting people get voted out first. Yeah. And uh, we're left with kind of the most boring because they are the smallest threats. Yes. And so seeing every iconic player go down in the first five episodes kind yeah. of suck. I'm glad Tyson's back. I kind of wanted Boston Rob to get back. That's kind of weird. You know, it, to I was going to be so pissed if he got back. I was kind of rooting for him to get back. He didn't get back. Uh, Tyson beat him by like a, I, a sliver. But I so, will, I, I will say that back. I was excited that I was rooting for Tyson the whole time. Yeah. Uh, so at least there's one old school player there. I think we were talking about this, though. Where do you draw the line between old school and new school? You know, and I was talking to our original co-host, Danny. Uh-huh. about this as well what, what are you talking about danny's on the line right now oh yeah, I don't know. no what are you saying the original the real danny not this fake <laughs> one that we've recruited the real danny <laughs> my, that used my the deep word fake <laughs> yeah the, not the deep fake danny <laughs> yeah the first danny to disguise his real name with the word danny <laughs> which is a fee which was using a female name <laughs> female danny anyway he said survivor 30 is the split well, if that's the case, then all of these people are old school. <laughs> right, that's kind of what I said. There's 40 seasons. I think 30 he was of them drunk. Are old school. I think he was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I I think 20 makes sense, but then I don't consider Tyson new school or no. old school rather. I, like Tyson to me doesn't feel old school. I no. mean, maybe that's because I saw him and I just that season feels like five seasons ago. When he was yeah. on token chains for the first time. But what was that? That was like season 17, 18 was his first. That's not old school. 10 years into the run. Mm. And the thing about Tyson too, is he didn't win until like season 28. Yeah. The token chains was the 18th season. And In it two- took him another 10 seasons to win after that one. In so 2008. Like, he's not like an old school. He's not Richard Hatch. Like, if Richard Hatch was on, that's an old school player. <laughs> that's old school. Yeah. Yeah. You bring back, yeah, <laughs> Tina. <laughs> Tina's old school. Yeah. Ethan is legitimately old school. Ethan, I get that. To me, Ethan's starting the new school. <laughs> <laughs> She's been all a blur for the last 37 yeah. seasons. Yeah. 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 No, I, I don't know where this is old school, new school splits. Yeah, it was kind of a bummer, and I don't think they were actually targeting them. It just sort of shook out that way. Uh, But I think the game has changed so much for some of these people that they can't keep up. Yeah. Um, Wendell was voted out. Thank God. Oh, God, I've been sick of Wendell this year. So sick of Wendell. (laughs) Do you know who I actually am kind of coming around on is Michelle. Really? Who I never liked... I didn't like uh, Danny's a big fan of her actually that original season kind of thought her win was interesting, but over a little overrated. And I thought it was, as she said many times undeserved. Um, But I don't, I, I I think like she has been very smart about navigating these alliances and like, she's been bitching at Wendell a lot, but uh, I don't know. I think she's a little more strategic than people are giving her credit for. Uh, Just going back to the old school, new school. It's saying that, uh, there's some criteria that 
makes old school old school, and that is few to no hidden immunity idols. Uh, sticking to original tribes, which means pagongings are fairly common. Right. Um, loyalty and respect are <laughs> Nikki, winning. Are you winning. lost so far? <laughs> no, I get it. None of the bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Does the word pagonging mean anything to you? Pagongings. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't. Yeah, okay. yeah. it means nothing. Is, is it? Is it basically just you know actually trying to help you, people who were on your tribe when you can? So on the first season of the show, when the two tribes merged, there was a tribe led by Richard Hatch, whose name I am forgetting. Yeah, what was the name of that tribe? And the other tribe was the Pagong tribe yeah. when they merged. And the That's a terrible name. <laughs> yes. Well, the R- Richard Hatch's tribe had the advantage 5 to 4 and uh at the merge rather than intermingle between the two tribes, they just picked off the other tribe one by one. And they call it Pagonging. They got Pagonged that tribe. So for uh, several seasons it was just the tribe with the most numbers that ended up voting everybody else out. Now that very rarely I like happens. That. that very rarely happens anymore because there are a lot of tribe swaps and advantages and people are backstabbing each other all the time. So yeah, so they're saying that So they have integrity is what you're saying. I like that better. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that is more the survivor for you when it was actually about survival. So mm-hmm. Token Chains is the last season of old school. Samoa and Heroes versus Villains are the transition to new school. But there were idols in Token Chains, though. Yeah, true. I mean, Yule had an idol. That was, The first season of Idols was Yule's season. True. And that was 13 or whatever. So, I yeah. mean, they had, tri- they had Exile Island. There, was still, there were still tribe swaps. What's the point of trying to define when old school became new school? Because we're nerds and we have nothing better to do. <laughs> exactly. But I'm trying to, th- like, you know, if it was like, oh, what, what point did the show start sucking? I kind of get that. But you're still watching it 40 seasons later. <laughs> yeah. You know? So what, what, what's, what, what are you trying because, to get at? Because they're, they're saying that they're targeting the old school players this season. That's been a theme, yes. Well, I, I mean, okay, so if you're targeting the old school players, you're targeting anybody who's more old school than you, right? Yeah. yeah, that's got to be the thought process. So it's a, really it's going to be the average of who's left. There's a definite line in the sand, though, from yeah. this season. It feels okay. it feels very obvious that way. Like the yeah. old schoolers are gravitating towards each other and the new schoolers are gravitating towards each other. But I just think like some of these people are slipping into groups that they don't belong in. Yeah. Like Tyson doesn't feel old school. Someone like Denise, too, was on the edge. She was like season 21 or 22. I mean, that's fairly old school as well. That's not as new school as say Wendell or Nick or Adam. Right. So I guess it's all semantics. You're right, Nick, but just, <laughs> I'm just like, it's, been you know, a theme. in terms of like, from the viewer's perspective, what's old school, new school, you know, it doesn't really matter. Cause it's really the, the player's perspective of what's old school. And it's really going to be anything that's older than them. So whoever's left, there's going to be some average in the middle. And they're gonna. Are you surprised Sandra quit, Rob? Uh, no, not at all. She quit. Yeah. Now well, I'm interested in this. What happened? She kind of quit. She was voted out, and they sent her to Extinction Island, which is this new twist where you can get back mm-hmm. in the game. And she walked there, and after about 30 seconds, said, "Yeah, I have no interest in this. I'm just going home." Yeah. I mean, so, there's no chance for her. Yeah. No. She chance. knew. She, she knew she had no way of winning her way back in because yeah. she's awful at challenges. So. She also, yeah, I know she always sits out yes. <laughs> whenever she can, <laughs> but she also, I think, uh, the, her, her play style is 
I I feel like one that is not very redeeming. It's a high risk, high reward kind of deal. Her play style is shit in the pot and blame somebody else for it. <laughs> what exactly? And it's, it's not you know that's not very easy to. Nobody's gonna want to help you come back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, right. no, there's no love loss for the queen. Absolutely. No, she right. knows. She no. knows everybody's out to get her and she's okay with that. But I, I think her logic was I came here to play Survivor and Extinction Island isn't actually Survivor, so I'm not yeah. going to bother. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I am a little surprised that she quit, but I, I understand that she had no shot of getting back in. So no. I, I was okay with it. A lot of people are pissed at her online for quitting, but she didn't really quit in the way that other people have quit in the past. No. If only she knew what she was coming back to, though. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Maybe she should have stayed in self isolation on the <laughs> on the island. True. Yeah. Instead of coming back to quarantine, it seems pretty. Uh... <laughs> now the way that Sandra was voted out is one of the great Survivor moments ever. I think. Yes. Um, and that was a great episode, and one of the reasons why I'm loving the season. Uh, she uh, was targeting Denise, another member of her tribe. Sandra had the numbers three to two, and she was going to vote out Denise, and the whole tribe was going to go along with it. And uh, in a moment of greed. Sandra took her immunity idol and said, Hey, Denise, give me two fire tokens. I'll give you the idol and uh, you'll be safe. So Denise paid her the fire tokens and took the idol. She paid her it. one fire token and yep, said, I'll give, right. you, I'll give you the second one after. Yes. Gave her the, gave her the idol and she played it. And Denise was the only vote against Sandra and Sandra <laughs> went home because of her own idol played yep. against her. <laughs> Well, because when you play the idol, those votes just don't count, right? Yes. And then right. It's whoever has the second highest. Correct. Yep. So why would she do that? What was she thinking? Because she wanted some money. She wanted the fire tokens because but she did knew she the not idol. see that coming. Well, the <laughs> idol wouldn't be good to, for her anyway, and she figured that Denise wouldn't stab her in the back. But why would she figure that? <laughs> but my my point is, you're buying Man. the idol from her or you know you're selling the idol what's the what is the benefit of oh i'll pay you one fire token now and one fire token later well what it did is it actually incentivized denise to vote her out exactly she didn't realize it in the moment because now she was let off the hook for that second fire token yeah yeah that's like me i'm gonna okay i'm gonna go to a a dealership and buy a car i'll give you a dollar now Hmm. and then i'll you give me the car (laughs) <laughs> and I'll, and I'll come, come back and I'll give you the other 20 grand. Come back with the other 20 grand. Yeah, that is incentivizing you to drive straight to Mexico. Yeah. You know, Rob, that's, that's incentivizing. I like that analogy, except they let you do test drives at dealerships. <laughs> True. And that's a real big trust factor. <laughs> True. Let me tell you, they just handed me the keys. Yeah. <laughs> they said, go for it. Yeah. We'll see you in an hour. <laughs> uh, who, who's your winner pick right now, Rob, if you had to pick one? I I probably uh, mm, Tyson. Tyson ain't making it that far. You don't think so? No, I don't. I'm gonna I don't. go Tyson. Uh, I think Sophie has actually been the best player this oh, season. God, Yule still in? Yule was voted out as well. Oh, yeah, he was my guy. I loved Yule. I think Sophie has been quietly controlling the whole thing, oh, and that's, that was proved last can't episode. Stand and, Sophie. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Denise has too much of a target on her back, I think, and so yeah. does Jeremy. I love actually. I think I'm rooting for either Jeremy or Tony, but I, I think it's so. I'll I'll root for Tyson, Adam, Nick. Those are you rooting the- for Adam? I am rooting for Adam. Who the fuck is rooting for Adam? This guy. Oh my <laughs> god! And Nick, how worthless is Nick? 
<laughs> the, the entirety of the season was fucking lusting Listen, over I know party. I didn't see the episode, but I'm really trying to pull my weight here. I don't think I, th- I feel a little, it's a little unfair. Uh, better call Saul. Better call Saul. Make your blasphemous statement that you made to me over text, and then I'm going to yell at you. The worst episode last night. What was it? Episode eight? Yes. Terrible. Awful. You need to defend yourself here because the internet has been raving about this episode. And you're the only man in America. What is so good about this episode? (laughs) It's another fucking episode of them out in the desert. Just, what do you mean? Just like that goddamn episode where where uh, Jesse le- drains the battery to the RV. I Hell hate, yeah. I hate that episode. Hell yeah. Oh my God. That's one of my five favorite episodes of Breaking Bad. I hate that episode. You are crazy. Okay. Okay. Time out here. Um, I will say this. I am a sucker for what they call the bottle episode. A bottle episode <laughs> yeah, of the show. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm a sucker for it. Yes, you are. Bottle episode is when you take a limited number of characters and they're only in like one location for the hour. It has very limited plot. It's just like the fly episode of Breaking Bad is an yep. example. It's the series is put on pause. Yeah, I loved the season of The Walking Dead when each episode was a bottle episode for. I did too. I loved those. Uh, yes, you and My I agree favorite on episodes. Those. You agree when I- it's like they took Daryl and the girl and they just went yep. off. Uh, you know, on their adventures and they just talked for an hour and no yep. plot happened. Love that stuff. I'm a sucker for a bottle episode. And jo- so the idea of just Mike and Saul in a desert for an hour, drinking piss <laughs> is ex- that's what I signed up for, man. I'm sorry. That's what I said. I love it. I'm always going to be a sucker for episodes like this, but I also thought like Vince Gilligan directed the shit out of this thing. It was like Lawrence of Arabia, but this is, this is to me we're coming up on the end game. We're we're coming up on the end of the series. Let's start let's let's have some action. That's Are, not action? No. A car well, flipping over in the desert's not action? No. That in would, fairness, didn't the fly episode happen in season 4? Yeah, it was something like fly, that. Was the like, fly episode is exactly halfway. Fly okay. marks the halfway point of Breaking The fly Bad. happens when they're cooking in a, in the lab in the chicken joint or in the yeah. with the Yep. Chicken guy. Yeah, That's yeah, season yeah. four. That's season four, dude. I think it's three. I, I think it's really? either three or four. Yeah, something like yeah. I think it's three. I, though. I am almost. Doesn't that guy certain. die at like the end of season four? End of season Gus? four. Yeah, Gus dies. Yeah, but I, he starts at the beginning of season three. He's there for two seasons. I know he is, but I just didn't think they started cooking in that I, lab. I think, I think if you look it up, season three. I think if you look it up, Fly is exactly the halfway mark of Breaking Bad. Hmm. Uh, I'll have to trust your trivia knowledge. I'll tell you right now. It was season three, episode 10. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, that's probably about halfway. It's pretty close yeah. to it. Okay. Um, and we still have a season left of Better Call Saul. Yes. Yes. Season left of Better Call Saul. You know, I don't think it's anything wrong with having an episode Nobody, like that. Okay. I'm just picturing the fly. Rob <laughs> is, 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 is understating just how incredible this episode was, regardless of how much plot actually happened in it. It was action packed. It was thrilling. It was beautifully shot. It was a great character piece between Mike and Saul. I mean, just everything you want out of Better Call Saul. And it felt also the most breaking bad of any Saul episode thus far. uh, Yes, I will agree with you there. They could have done all of this in a half of an episode. Yeah, I don't want that, dude. I want, I I want 45 minutes of Mike and Jimmy fucking spilling seven million dollars all throughout the the hot new mexico sun 
<laughs> That's what I want. I want more Kim. Well, of course. Who doesn't want more Kim? I want more I am Kim. very afraid for Kim, though. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I I don't want to say too much because I don't want to ruin it for Nick. I guess. Yeah, but you don't have to. I I just I mean I, I'm just trying to picture how <laughs> how with with everything in Breaking Bad being so explosive, literally. Uh, I mean, I never got the impression that Saul had adventures of that caliber before oh you don't think that case law and elder law and like <laughs> writing wills for old people as is, is as thrilling as the meth trade is that what you're saying well and so yes that's exactly what i'm saying <laughs> uh so it's just hard for me to picture the fact that he could be uh that people could be dying and shit in the midst of all this uh that is an excellent point it um, is a good point and that is the miracle of the show is that they it were works. able, yes, that they were able okay. to make a show about case review and like sitting in an office for 10 hours highlighting spreadsheets to make that as interesting as cooking meth in the desert and shooting drug dealers. Yes. But also the show has a fair amount of the drug trade too. Like the Mike stuff is, is heavily used in Better Call Saul. So you, you get a fix of the crime stuff. It's not as explosive. There's not as much death and violence, but um yeah just like the relationship between saul and his girlfriend is uh is like the best thing on television now. yeah it's amazing and the fact that she was a throwaway character too as mm-hmm. jesse was yes and now super integral yes and amazing she needs to win every emmy oh my god she needs to win every single emmy give her like 10 emmys after her meeting last night makes me and i'm trying to say that walk around this so there's no spoilers but after her meeting last night makes me fear for her life more now oh yeah i mean i was worried for it last night yeah once she thought about riding out to the desert i'm like oh no you sit your ass at home lady yeah i mean but she does stupid things for jimmy right that's like the what a bombshell if she dies at the end of this season Dude, that'd be rough, man. That would be tough. <laughs> that'd be tough. Dude, I would I would cry. Yeah, I would cry at that. I would too. I have never been more in love with a TV character in a nope. long time. Nope. It's been a long time, man. I, I I have said this before. I think she's the best character on both shows. Mm-hmm. I think she's the best character on either Breaking Bad or Saul. She's amazing. Yeah. How about Lalo, by the way? Ugh. How about my boy Lalo? I don't like him. Throwing heat last night. <laughs> I love what he says about the cousins. You'll like them. They're nice boys. <laughs> the cousins. This, this, is, this has been an amazing season of TV. I, I, if I have one criticism of the entire universe, it's the cousins. Why? Just, it's so fucking over the top, cheesy, intimidation bullshit. Like the, the the glamorous outfits and stuff. Yeah, like the, the, yeah, and uh, the, the steel toed shoes. Yeah, and it's just cheesy. It's just too much. It's just a little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I uh, I actually think it's the best season of Better Call Saul so far. If I had to. Oh well, yeah, I agree. Incredible stuff. Except All the stuff with the guy, the squatter. Oh, that was really good stuff. That that was great stuff, man. All, all the 
the scams that Jimmy was running. And what when a- he bar- when he buried the pot in the yard. Mm-hmm. For the art, and they're digging through it. Yeah, they go. Yeah, it looks modern. Well, no shit. (laughs) The casting for the squatter was amazing too. I love. Yeah, that that guy's awesome. That guy was in No Country for Old Men. He's like a great character actor. He's really good. That guy. The best. Well, you know, I just didn't like last night's episode. I'm sorry to hear that, Um, but I forgive you and I love you anyway. Oh well, thanks. Okay. You know who would have had a better episode last night? I saw that joke coming from about 20 miles away. <laughs> that thing was pulling off the highway exit 10 minutes ago. Oh, when I saw shoot. It. It, 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 <laughs> I'm like Mike with the binoculars <laughs> tracking the Jeep in the distance. That's how far away the Matlock joke was. Oh, and I still saw it. Damn. Damn. Let's tackle the bracket. Let's tackle the bracket. Back at the bracket here. We have one division left in our first round. And that's all. And then we're finishing the show. <laughs> we're not pushing our luck tonight, boys. <laughs> Even though we have about 10 backup recordings all going at the same time. <laughs> we have learned our lesson, everybody. We actually have a monkey in each room with us with a old <laughs> tape deck recording. Just holding it down, getting ready. Uh, <laughs> He's holding it down. But if he flinches, then we're screwed. <laughs> well, he lifts that. That's, why, that's why we strapped him to a landmine. Mm, yeah, we've right. trained this monkey to hold still. <laughs> That'll teach him. That'll teach him. <laughs> 80s, 90s in the background. You see fucking explosion. And that's a chicken, Nick. Not a monkey. I know. I don't know how to do a monkey noise, so I just replaced <laughs> it with a chicken. <laughs> Holy shit, Rob! So you've just that was been incredible. You, you've been holding that back. You've just been saving that for eight years, Rob. What's what's the you've deal? had that this whole time? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. You've just been holding back on the greatest monkey sound I've ever heard in my life. Pretty much, yeah. We'll isolate that so we have it for future Holy references. Holy shit, man! You think you know a guy, and then he breaks out a monkey sound effect. Holy crap! Oh, you're talking uh, to the same guy who does a perfect Jesse Ventura impression. <laughs> Uh, actually rob has been pretty good at animal sounds in the past his turkey is always a favorite of thanksgiving when, whatever you do with thanksgiving <laughs> it's not november so I don't, <laughs> that was terrible okay it's uh, not november he's not in his zone you know 80s 90s sitcoms all right 80s 90s sitcoms here we go I probably have heard of some of these finally my category <laughs> Uh, the one seed fresh prince of bel-air versus the 16 seed the how is love this boat. the one seed what do you how mean how is it not the one seed you lunatic ah. you racist we're <laughs> uh, gonna hear some of it uh, yeah just jesus <laughs> get off my back is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down and it's I funny because this chair is upside down right i'll tell you how i became the prince of a town called bel-air <laughs> <laughs> this is boring how dare you in west philadelphia born and raised on the playground, well, the playground is where i spent most of my days chewing out max and relaxing all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school when a of guys who were up to no good 
started. This Time is to a make a trouble in my neighborhood. Oh my this is two minutes and 18 seconds long. Oh, you're listening to the full version. We don't need to hear the full version. Oh, I don't know if I've heard this. Send me on my way. She gave me a kiss and then she gave me my ticket. I put my walkman on and said I might as well kick it. Oh, yeah, that's not in there. No. Drinking orange juice out of a champagne glass. Is this what the people of Bel Air living like? Hmm, this might be all right. I was it is so crazy it to me that Will Smith was once a big rap star. Oh, I know. It's so crazy. Was he a big rap star? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he I was pretty. He was. he was pretty big. I mean, he was only making family-friendly rap, but yeah, he was, you know. Well, and this falls into that that uh, that sort of 90s family-friendly rap fad. Yes. Yeah. You know, when you would watch uh, WB Kids on a Saturday morning and they would have all their rap songs teaching you not to smoke. Remember that <laughs> shit? <laughs> yes. Well, I, I'm a big fan of uh, of the Kids Bop album series. Remember Kids Bop? Kids Bop. Where they would, they would take like CeeLo Green's Fuck You and make it family friendly so <laughs> like, kids could enjoy it. Like the Muppets did? <laughs> well, <laughs> did we do that? Was that on the Lost episode? <laughs> no, I think we played it here. Did we? Yeah. I think that was yeah, on the Lost did. episode. we did. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, we still play kids bop at the gym for the the kids workouts. So I've heard that one. So cringe. Forget you. So cringe. Ugh. A bunch of kids just forget you. (laughs) It's like wow. You know the oh the real song there. A lot of more sets you ought to know, and just no more blowing in a theater. The uh, explain trapped the trapped in a is. closet. The kids version. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> Do all forty six episodes? I don't, think there's, I don't think there's such thing. It's impossible to make that family friendly. Sixteen uh, seed love boat. Yeah, this is just as equally as terrible. I don't think it's equally. <laughs> I am surprised by your Fresh Prince skepticism. That's because he's racist. (laughs) Forgot about that detail. Bob Mackie, Dick Sean, Bobby Short. (laughs) What an idea for a show. Yo, this is this is so eighties. Like you, you always had that announcer guy come on at the beginning of of the shows and like just screaming. The names like tonight, Carol Burnett, <laughs> <laughs> Martin Short, <laughs> the we Beatles. Need like, we, need, we need more shows like the Love Boat. Were the Beatles on the Love Boat? <laughs> I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. Gloria Vanderbilt. <laughs> Life's sweetest reward. This is an awful theme song. Let it flow. Uh, I am uh, apt to agree with you, um, but it's iconic, so I felt the need to include it. But yeah, I don't think it probably has to be in there, but I mean, we know who's going to win this one anyway. I'm outvoted. All right. Fresh Prince is getting through <laughs> and apparently is not going to have that much of a run. If Rob has anything to say about it. <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, eight. We have this kind of controversial category fraud here. The Simpsons is considered an 80s, 90s sitcom. Yeah. Uh, That's a stretch. It's been on since 89. Yeah. Well, I think sitcom is really the key phrase here. Well, true. 
But I think it's more of a sitcom than a children's show. I couldn't find a way for it to get into children. Oh, That's no. True. It's, yeah. I also think theme song is a bit of a stretch. Yeah, it you is. Call kinda. This a theme song? <laughs> no, it's, it is. It's fine. It's fine compared to some of the other shit on this list. <laughs> <laughs> I will actually uh, say I'm not a huge fan of the theme either. No. No, it's not that good. Although people love it. Wow, I'm surprised we're all on the same page here. Yeah, it's... Because I, I was showing this to a friend of mine, this bracket, and they thought Simpsons should have been like a two-seed. It's... Really? Well, yeah. Simpsons is better... It's To just listen to it is not as good as watching it on TV. There's more Dude, action... We, you, watch, you watch the intro for that weird little twist at the end. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Or to see what Bart is writing on the yeah. chalkboard. See yeah, right, Bart- right. I think they knew their song sucked, and so they made the intro interesting yep. by adding all the other garbage. All right. Well, there's The Simpsons, and then at the ninth seed, uh, a personal favorite of mine, Three's Company. Super 80s. <laughs> knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. This is Mr. Roper, right? Joyce DeWitt! (laughs) Suzanne Summers! This is Rob's new favorite (laughs) The over-enthusiastic announcer. Ann Wedgworth! (laughs) Is it because he just learned how to read recently? Since he's been staying at home? Reese Company, my grandfather's, my Italian grandfather's favorite television show. Wow, really? Yes. Has seen every episode several times. It is the only thing he watches on TV land every night after Yankees baseball. Jeez. <laughs> that has been his life for 60 years and uh, no sign of slowing down anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> Yankees and Three's Company. Oh. Man. Dedication, though. I respect yeah. it. Uh, so that is my experience watching Three's Company. I, I, I only watched it when I slept over my grandparents' house. <laughs> and we would watch it on TV land at 11 o'clock because they let us stay up late. Um, but I always love the theme song. I love the theme song Three's Company. It is. It's better than The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Simpsons out in the first round. Yeah. Well, Let's when you're up it. against a juggernaut like Three's Company. Absolutely. It's bracket unforgiving. It is. All right. Here we go. Big matchup. The five seed. Many thought this was undervaluing this theme. It's friends versus Dukes of Hazard at 12. Stupid show. Stupid theme song. All right. I've heard enough. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> okay. Okay. We got to be fair about this, though. We can't I'm being fair. I'm being let fair. our no. hatred for the show fair. taint it. I'm being fair. Because I hate this show. I I despise it. It's the worst fucking show ever. Nico, you you hear the riff once. It's just that on repeat. It's fine. And then a bunch of people yelling and then... (laughs) Whatever. I'm done. I get it. Move on. (laughs) This is way better. I used to love the Dukes of Hazzard as a kid. It's because you're racist. (laughs) (laughs) I learned a lot of things from the Dukes of Hazzard. <laughs> I bet you did. How to raise what is this hunky dory shit? <laughs> I've never heard this actually. You haven't? No. 
Someday the mountain might get them, but the law never will. Making their way. This is so much better than Friends. Man, it would feel kind of weird to kick out Friends in the first round, but I have no problem with it. It's our not, None whatsoever. I... It's not that I have a problem kicking out friends. I just don't feel good about putting this forward. I, I really feel like we need to be putting our best our best feet forward. <laughs> What's wrong with some putting some boss hog forward? I, I just really feel like we need to nominate Matlock again because this is an atrocious lineup here. <laughs> spots can we put Matlock in? It's going to be a final four of just four Matlocks. Oh, man. Oh, oh shoot. Um, man, I, I am not a big fan of the Friends theme. No. I mean, I, Nick, if you feel strongly about putting Friends through, I'll go with you on that, but I just don't like it. Oh, I, I hate it. I despise it. But man, I don't Dukes feel good about putting Dukes of Hazard forward. I just would never listen to this theme. But I also can't get out of my head the idea of a bunch of like basic ass millennials <laughs> sitting at home watching Friends reruns uh, for the fifth time. When I hear that theme, I think about the people that I hate. You know, I'm very comfortable putting Friends forward, knowing that it will be safely eliminated next round. <laughs> oh. Dukes yeah, of Hazard. What, 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 what will it be up against? It'll be up against either Cheers or Growing Pains. Oh, I'm okay. Let's put Friends. No. I vote Friends. Boo! This is such a rigged. This is <laughs> white people guilt rigged <laughs> bracket. It's not. It's not that. It's white I don't people guilt. Like I think the Dukes of Hazard song is really shitty. Well, in an effort to appeal to the woke crowd, uh, I will. Uh, <laughs> it's called white people guilt. Uh, oh, fine. Friends, put it through. Put it through. Oh, yeah. friends. Man. All right. All right. Uh, four, you got one of my faves and one of the great shows of all time. Cheers against number 13, Growing Pains. Oh, here we go. This is pretty iconic. Of course. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? The only you know great tourist this? attraction in Boston, by the way, the Cheers Bar. <laughs> what's that? Sorry. <laughs> the, the only exciting tourist attraction in Boston, if you're, you know, under the age of 30, is the Cheers Bar. <laughs> There's only so many statues you can look at. Yeah. What's good about this is this is a legitimately good song that actually has something to say. You didn't get to the hook, though. Oh. Did Gotta I? get to the hook. Sorry. And it also has something to do with the show is the other thing, Nick. It's right, right. Somewhere where everyone knows your name. Yeah. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. This show ran till 92. That's crazy. Longest running television sitcom in history, I think, behind Simpsons. Longest running live action sitcom in history. Really? Yeah, I think so. Had a lot of episodes. Yeah. Had something like 300 episodes. It was crazy. Jeez. 271. Wow. Yeah. 
Actually, I'll tell you what. Big Bang Big Theory passed it out at the last second. 281. Ugh. But it was Cheers. Norm. Norm, baby. Yeah, that's where we got the pig from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we got Ted Danson. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I like this song better. Right. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's I like very it cliche. Be- I like it better than Cheers. That ooh, yeah, kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> it is a bit much, isn't it? Knocked it down a few no- notches, but that here's the thing. That Cheers song is, I wouldn't even know that's from a TV show. That's just a, a song that would be on my iPod. You know what I mean? The Cheers. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's just yeah. a better song. Just a legitimately song. good song. Yeah, this is this is not close for me, unfortunately, Rob. Damn you! There will be no. But I'll tell you what: if it was uh, that other one against friends, Dukes of Hazard, or or, what? or Dukes of Hazard, che- Cheers one. against friends. Oh, Growing Pains <laughs> against friends. Growing Pains against either of them. Oh yeah, I got you. We would have been in a much better situation here. <laughs> <laughs> well, the selection committee fucked it up again. Yeah, you know. Uh, here's a here's a good one, actually. Number six, you got the Golden Girls against number eleven different strokes or different uh, how would you pronounce it with the apostrophe thank you different 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 this is a clear winner for me gonna be hard to beat it is perhaps the strongest six seed in the whole bracket oh for aside, sure aside from that lock maybe <laughs> Oh, I just love all these ladies. They were such good actresses. The best. B. Arthur. Oh. Who, who is your fa- who is your favorite? Uh, Rose. Always Rose. Always Rose. Me too. I Always think, yeah. Rose. Yeah, I think so. It, it pains me, though, that Golden Girls was so popular because both Rue McClanahan and Betty White came off of Mama's family. <laughs> To go, oh, do, sure, to go yes. do Golden Girls. <laughs> yes, Carol Burnett, right? Yeah, Carol Burnett and Vicki Lawrence. Vicki Lawrence, yep. sure. They had the sitcom Mama's Family, and both of them left Mama's Family to go do Golden Girls. Wait, was Carol Burnett on there, or did Vicki Lawrence just come from the Carol Burnett show? So it was a skit. Mama's Family, or The Family, was a skit on the Carol Burnett show that ended up getting its own TV show. So for the first two seasons, you had Vicki Lawrence as Mama, and then Carol Burnett as the daughter Eunice, Mm -hmm. and uh, then you also had Rue McClanahan as Aunt Fran and Betty White. What was her name? Uh, On on what? On Mama's family. Uh, I'm saying Ellen. Ellen Jackson. Yep. Ellen, daughter Ellen, and then Rue and Betty both left for Golden Girls, and they they went to a different network, and Carol Burnett didn't stay either. So it was just Vicky that stayed as Mama. Got it. But um, when they auditioned for Golden Girls, I learned this too. Uh, Rue McClanahan went in to be uh, Rose, 
and and Betty White went the other yeah, way. Yeah, and Betty White went in to be Blanche. Blanche. Yeah. Oh wow. The old switcheroo. The old switcheroo. What could have been in a universe where Betty White was Blanche? Yeah. They made the right choice. How old was Betty White when that show started? Like 60? Yeah, I think so. She was born in 1922. Oh my good God. (laughs) And that lady is old. Holy hell. (laughs) She's going to be 98 years old. Yeah. She's looking good. She is looking good. Amazing. So she was she was born when Coolidge was president. <laughs> That's insane. Yes. <laughs> oh, man, good for her. That's... But but yeah, I mean, she's one of those people that was you know old when she was young. Yeah. But I guess I didn't realize that when so she, when she was on the match game, she was in her fifties. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because they started match game like seventy, right? Seventy, seventy-one, something. Like yeah, that. something like that crazy um, and and okay. actually what? sophia was older th- than uh b arthur what i can't think of sophia's real name estelle getty is older than b arthur but sh- yet estelle getty played b arthur's mother in golden right, girls right. wow b arthur also born in 22 wow uh rue mcclanahan 34 and Betty's the only one still alive out of this four. Mm-hmm. Still kicking it. Still, she's going to make it to 105. She and she's just going to be will. one of those people that's like, oh, my God. She, Betty White's still alive. Yeah, I think we're still saying that right now. Yeah. Oh, I mean, she actually had the, you know, back in like 2010 or whatever. It was around that time. There was like a career resurgence for her. Yeah. Like she was doing the best work of her career. Hot in like, Cleveland. Yeah. The 90s. Yeah. She was on SNL. Remember that? She yeah. hosted SNL. Yeah legend legend uh, actually it's a good competitor though the, the 11 seed here different strokes if 2020 can prove anything though it's gonna take betty white away from us <laughs> yeah don't it, say that it, it might uh gary coleman right different strokes was it gary coleman yeah all right uh, let's fast forward here. i don't know if i've ever heard this theme song <laughs> Oh yeah, there's. What you talking about, Willis? Todd Bridges. This also had a notorious episode where a pedophile attempted to molest Gary Coleman. Yes. And it was like played for laughs. Yes. (laughs) TV used to be really weird, man. Oh yeah. Just basically, like, anything that was taboo made people so uncomfortable they just laughed at it because they didn't know what else to do. I mean, one of my this, takeaways from this bracket is, man, TV used to be so fucking this, dope. This theme song <laughs> this theme song is basically a white guy going to pick up two black guys out of the project, two black kids out of the projects and taking them up to the rich area of town. It's a weird... It's a weird theme. <laughs> Everybody's got different strokes, man. Different strokes for different folks. Well, I guess. Yeah, man. Uh, the racial politics of, of 80s television, not exactly uh, No. up to snuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Golden Girls, right? Golden Girls. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, boy. At the three seed. Yep, you're going to die. The oh, facts no. of life. 
versus 14 perfect strangers. Uh, here we go. All right. Well, come on. Fast forward. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. All right, winner. The facts of life. No. <laughs> winner. That's no. It. That's it. No. What are we talking about? Nothing to talk about. I think it's pretty straightforward. You take the good, you take the bad. You know, this is, right. this is way better. Whoa! Oh wow! I didn't see this coming. Are you advocating for perfect strangers over facts of life? A hundred percent. Wow! Let me listen. Let me listen. It's a good thing. It's not bad. I did not see this coming, though, because Rob is a huge Facts of Life fan. I am a huge Facts of Life fan. And we've often played that song. In fact, I think that song, written by Alan Stick, was the inspiration for this bracket. Probably. Wow, so you you would rather put Perfect Strangers through? 100%. No doubt. That's not bad. shocking. That is I'm actually kinda... shocking. I'm kind of on the fence here, man. I thought, yeah, I thought you were going to push facts of life. I mean, look, that's not my favorite theme. I just thought it was your favorite theme. I love the facts of life, but it doesn't hold a candle. If you're comparing the two, doesn't hold a candle to Perfect Strangers. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow and now you know about the facts of life. Yeah, it's boring compared to Perfect Strangers. Wow. Well, listen, if you want to kill your baby, there's <laughs> nothing I can do to stop you. It's a very pro-choice statement. It is. Yeah, man, I guess I have to just go along with your decision there. Like, I'm not going to vote for Facts of Life after, after you sullied its name. <laughs> I kind of like the harmonica in Perfect Strangers. I'm, I'm really caught. I'm caught off guard by this. I thought that I Rob would push me. Facts of Life. Yeah. I thought Facts of Life would push. Well, Rob would push it through the finals. I've just anticipated that's what it was going to go. Well, it's shocking. I mean, this is March Madness for you. Listen, <laughs> I will. Uh, I will vote for Perfect Strangers then as well. Wow. All right. Sure. You. All right. Wow. A big upset. 14 seed over the three seed. Big upset. Facts of Life. That's crazy. Okay. All right. Number seven. We got Family Matters. <laughs> This, I love this show. That I know. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. Was uh, Carl in fact, uh, Family Matters before Die Hard or was that after Die Hard? I believe it was before. Okay. Die Hard was 89. The great thing about Family Matters, um, 
after season one, not about family matters. <laughs> no, no, totally. Urkel wasn't even in the picture the first season. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and then he just took off and they're like, oh, yep. Urkel's the best part of the show. Yep. So we're just going to make it about the wacky neighbor. It became wacky neighbor. Did I do that? <laughs> the name not even relevant after season one. No, it was the Urkel show. It was the yeah. Urkel show. Just call it Urkel. Just spin it off and call it Urkel. Yeah, they should have. Yeah. Because no one knows it as Family Matters no. anymore. They, no. They just know Urkel. Urkel. Yeah. And by the way, same year. 1989 is both Die Hard and Oh, family wow. Matters. What a year for Reginald, whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> Reginald Vell uh, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a big competitor at 10 here who I think is a dark horse. We'll see what happens. Charles in charge at number 10. Come on. The subject of another great Jimmy Fallon cover song, by the way. Scott Bayo. I never <laughs> never watched this show. Like he's one of the This is awful. Oh, this is think terrible. So? This is terrible. I'm voting Charles in charge. Oh, you son of a bitch. No, Play I like the it. Jimmy Fallon, Bob like Dylan, it. Bob Dylan covers Charles in charge. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon as Bob Dylan covers <laughs> Charles in charge. Yes. What is wrong with that man? <laughs> so much. I think just alcoholism. I think oh. that's what's wrong with him. New boy neighborhood. <laughs> Lives downstairs and is understood. He's just there to take good care of me, like he's one of the family. Charles and ah, I hate the the woo girl in every fucking thing. <laughs> um, I think I'm going Family Matters here. I have to I think go Family my Matters. Vote. Yeah. Nick, you still hold veto power though. That's, I'm not going to waste it on something like this. No. Yeah, right. No. Family matters. I need to do it when it's really going to hurt, Nico. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, number two, Full House, the last matchup of the day versus number 15, Step by Step. The milkman, the paperboy, evening TV. Did I get delivered here? Somebody tell me, please. Oh, this is the full version. Yeah, it is. I didn't know it. The full version sucks. <laughs> really? You gotta just get to the melody here. Yeah. By the way, I, the, in this version, they showed the twin boys, Jesse. Right. One of those twin boys recently passed away. Oh. Yeah. Wow, of what? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it ever came out. Oh, man, they must be young. Like 30s, probably, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, then... Full House is going to be hard to kick off. Mm. Like, if we do do it at some point, I, it, it's never going to feel right when we get rid of Full House for some reason. I, mean, I gotta be honest, that song's dope. Uh, of course it is. Is it? So much... It's better than the show. It's not better than this. Oh, you can't hear it? I, I wondered, because it's only in one ear here. Let's do this one. How about that? Can you hear that? Yes. This is way better than Full House. Oh, they're at a they're at a at a, a roller coaster. There's a lot of shit going on. There is no difference between this and the Family Matters. <laughs> they're the same song. No, there's difference. I love this show too, by the way. Alright, uh, purely judging, this is actually not any full house bias here for me um, in terms of the show. I, I just like the song better from Full House. Wow. I just sing this song all the time. It's just caught in my head. It's I, an earworm. I like this version better. Oh, this is the Fuller House yeah. theme? By Carly. Let me assure you, that show is atrocious. Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, the show's garbage. I don't like when people do covers. <laughs> when they do what? Covers. Or oh, at least yeah. when they're not faithful to the original. Well, here, here's the hook. It's just pointless. Why do they have to do this? Just use the same song. Right. Because it's a different show. It's Fuller House. Fuller House, but there are less Olsons in it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure how it can be fuller. There's less of the original cast. Did you cast ever watch the show? show? My sister has seen every fucking episode. DJ married a guy named Matt Fuller. I Okay, great. Great. No Olsons. That's a stupid concept. I Bob Saget that. is in That's about 30 so seconds of it. Bob Saget's barely in it. Bob Saget well, they know better. Yeah. <laughs> Lori Laughlin is in prison. <laughs> you know, actually, Not quick, yet. You know, really quick. Hold on. I'm going to raise my hand here on Jitsu. Uh, <laughs> I have something to say. Um, <laughs> the Jitsu. dumbest feature of Jitsu <laughs> is the hand. Wa- the hand. Jitsu. <laughs> did, I, did I call it Jitsu? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, okay. <laughs> really quick. It's really easy to shit talk Bob Saget, right? The guy's a lunatic. Yeah. The easiest. But I think the man deserves a lot of credit for being as filthy as he is for holding his shit together for that many seasons oh, yeah. of Full House. Yeah. And somehow remaining and beyond Full House, uh, what, he was on America's Funniest Home Videos, right? Yeah. Yes. So... The fact that he was able to maintain this, like, family persona for so many years and never have any, like, crazy scandals or anything, he deserves some credit for he that. He does. Yeah. It is an, in- yeah, it is an incredible an- career move. Oh, my God. It, it's like if, like, Michael J. Fox was able to be a surgeon for 30 years. It, it's just incredible. 
It's a horrible joke. I'm That's sorry just about mean. That. It's a horrible joke. That's just no, a mean spirited joke. For Bob, for Bob Saget to like. I regret making fun of Michael J. Fox instantly. Um, wait, wait. For Bob Saget to be, yes, the filthiest comedian in the planet, on the planet, but also to be known as like America's dad for 10 years on TV is amazing. I apologize to Michael J. Fox. I'm looking up and making sure that I didn't do a fake news Nico uh, here with the twins. Um, oh, fake news. <laughs> fake news Nico. <laughs> Get your face. Full house getting voted Nico through. Empire.com. Full house. Full house through. I'm putting full no, house. No, step by step. No fucking full way. House. No way. I think I made up fake news Nico here. <laughs> I swear I heard one of those twin boys died. It's fake news. Did you hear about the Kennedy? Yeah. Thing? Yeah, the Kennedy curse continues. What is with that family? I can only help but think that like <laughs> Whoa! I can only help but think that like they must be the clumsiest fucking people. Oh. <laughs> They're always dying in accidents. They are always. What is going on? I do it's, feel bad. I do. Feel it's bad terrible. No, kid, it's yeah. terrible. But yeah. like, seriously, what is it? Like, I never hear of any other like crazy wealthy super famous family having this many deaths no like and and like accident deaths yeah it's it's just it's it's uh obviously tragic and horribly sad but like it also is just bizarre and and i remember when john jr's uh plane crashed out there by martha's vineyard that was like Mm -hmm. news for a week and a half yeah well, and also and, think and about how crazy it is too. He, yeah, the Chappaquiddick incident, yeah. all that. Yeah, stuff. but think about how crazy it is right now that like this isn't even a big story. No, with everything going on. No, it's not even really. People are talking about it, obviously, but like I've seen what a couple headlines yeah. for every thirty, forty headlines on coronavirus. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah, the news is not even news anymore. It's just noise. Yeah, it's just like me making up that story that one of those twin boys has died. Not yeah, true. Way to go. Way to spread fake news. Yep. I'm the only trustworthy source here, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not true. <laughs> Snopes is about to fact check this podcast. <laughs> find, find all find all of my factual articles on jitsu.com. Jitsu. <laughs> <laughs> all his kung fu techniques. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Michaela's probably in the other room, just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> She's hearing monkeys and jujitsu going on. That's one of my favorite moments from the lost episode is when Nick told us that he couldn't whistle and then he tried whistling on the podcast and <laughs> Michaela walks in with one of the cats in hand and goes, you're scaring all of us. Oh my, oh my god i like audrey's line on twitter by the way this week she goes the lost two cents is my snyder cut <laughs> <laughs> release the lost two cents uh, that lost two cents would be terrible without nico mm. or better depending well, on maybe. Your <laughs> speaking of which let's check the uh the speaker stats oh my god oh. in first place Actually, we'll go in last place with 25 minutes, 52 seconds. 
Nick Evangelista. Oh. That's about right. And in first place, 40 minutes and 59 seconds, Robert. Oh. You've dominated the show. I only had 37 minutes, 15. Wow. Well, okay. You know, I, Rob, I want you to know, with Nico on our show, it's not even close. Nico always takes takes everything away. Gonna, Blow out. The I'm, fact that you're taking more is kind of surprising. I'm the Michael Jordan I, podcast. I'm going gonna, gonna to throw a, a, a wrench here. Part of that is me broadcasting the fucking theme song music to you guys. Mm. Yeah, whatever. That's whatever taking up a lot of time. I'm going to say Nico's probably dominating this conversation. That's probably true. You, By the way, who the fuck is this fourth fellow jitster? <laughs> <laughs> who this the hell has been hanging out? Sh- oh. This happened on our other show, too. There's like this fourth mystery person who's not there. And they got oh, like 40 seconds. Because you came in and reloaded because you're having microphone issues. Ah, you're right. So you got to add 40 seconds to my time. I'm actually that's right. Uh, significantly higher <laughs> <laughs> at still third place. Okay. Um, How's that for the bracket? Are we we got any more? That's that's, that's the end of round one, and I think uh, maybe we'll we'll do round two next time. Yeah. So the suspense continues. The suspense continues. I think people are probably tired of our shit already. <laughs> nah. Never. Dude, Rob, if they've been listening to you for this long, <laughs> they're fucking ride or die at this point. That's true. That is true. You got to see how it ends, man. <laughs> so you're pot committed. <laughs> and that wraps up the, the two cents bracket for this week. <laughs> Loretta Lynn. <laughs> David hey <guys>. Cassidy. And <laughs> Dean Griffith. <laughs> Let's up the stakes here on this. Oh. Go ahead. All right, let's up the stakes here. All right. Mm. Whoever wins this full bracket, that is our outro music <laughs> for the forever forward of Two Cents Radio. Ooh. Wow. All right. Wow. Because I'm liking the sound of Matlock right at the end there. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Oh. You want to up the ante here? What do you uh, think? Well, I mean, it'd be kind of awkward to end it with Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, 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 these are, you know, copyright we the... can't do that for copyright reasons oh, what are you talking about copyright <laughs> we just violated of... about twenty five thousand copyright laws <laughs> Rob, the podcasting world is the wild west that's true there is no copyright law if mm-hmm. matlock wins i am down to put matlock as both the opening and closing music <laughs> <laughs> but you know what though I, I think that we need to we need to just we, we need to be honorable here whoever wins the bracket hmm. okay you think up the stakes a little bit? Well, here. well, okay, maybe. Let, let's give it some thought. Let's sleep on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I am gonna miss that old outro music, though. That that dates back all the way to the old RFF days. Oh, oh, this. <laughs> Where is it? This endless loop that they're playing for inmates at Guantanamo Bay <laughs> yeah. as we speak. Uh. <laughs> so I don't know if I like that line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> I'm shocked that's so old considering he said that last year. <laughs> By the way, I was watching old Celebrity Apprentice clips yesterday because oh, that's God. what I do with my free time. And uh, there was an episode where Trump was like uh, to Diana Mendoza, former Miss USA. <laughs> How about you go uh, ride down Fifth Avenue naked? I'm was... sure all the guys would pay attention. <laughs> that was an awkward season. And uh, then Lisa Lampanelli offered to go down naked, and she was like, "He was like, I don't think they'd like that very much." Fucking that season with Lisa and Aud- Aubrey. 
Yes. Uh, Where Arsenio Hall said, Audrey put her vagina on the back of my neck. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, way before oh. me too. Long uh, before me too. That's our president. Okay. Our president, guys. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Anyway. Does that do it for our show? I think it does. All right. How can people get a hold of us? <laughs> TMT.media. I we just go. pictured this song playing at Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> <laughs> In between waterboarding sessions. A couple hours of that. I think anybody would go fucking nuts. <laughs> uh, yeah, the TMT.media. Go there. Uh, listen to our shows. Twitter.com slash RobRFF. At Tacky Slacks everywhere. That's seriously everywhere. Every <laughs> everywhere. Website. Everywhere. How about you, everywhere. Nico? Did you change your... Oh, oh no, the, I didn't. It's the taking of Nico123. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I changed that. It's still funny, Nico tweets those okay. handles, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, one of these days. Uh, well, that does it for us, guys. We'll be back for more social distancing probably in about a week or so. We're see you then. <laughs> we love you. Wash your fucking hands. <laughs>